No, it, it don't tell us, but it's a thing, so. And of course, the second it fucking goes live, the the, the Discord okay, disappears. I'm, I'm getting good shit on here. It looks like we're live. Okay. Uh, all right, so shall we, shall we get started then? Yeah. All right, so we are live with the Good HIE podcast. This week, we're doing a little something different because our guest, I don't remember who our guest was, canceled on us this week but in a timely manner thankfully so we're just deciding to do something a, a little different as i mentioned what is that going to be different we're going to be talking exclusively about writing the inner semantics all the other bullshit that you hear people spouting on what makes writing good all the subjective twattery so introducing ourselves since pencil priest and others are not here today as well i shall be the führer of this conversation so, I am Flaunwerfer. We have with us Bendy. Hello. We have enigmatic Ember Otaku. Yeah. <laughs> we have Listener. You're supposed to say something, Listener. He's muted. Damn it. Very well, he's muted. That's Listener. We have Zimich. Hi. We have Ravage. Yo. And we have communist shirt oh four i mean red shirt excuse me <laughs> oh four seven the last word in all right so let us get right into it then so we unless there's some other administrative stuff we have to take care of before uh, no, no we'll just get right into the questions no we're good just drop right on into them all right let's drop right on in so and also this is a little bit of a i'll add that this is a little bit of a special podcast for me because of some work stuff, I will not be able to attend the uh, Friday podcasts with any any guarantee of regularity anymore. So I'll be pretty much resigning my post there, joining usually on the Saturdays. So this one, you get to hear me talk most of the time. So we our first questions dealing mainly with writing are starting with someone named Twilight Sparkle. And Questions. Question one. Is it cliche in a story written in first person to repeat chapters but change the character at focus? Guys, what do we think? Mm. I think that's what cliche means. Yeah, I was going to say, because this, this, this doesn't sound like a trend. Yeah. It's just something that's pretty much so, a very, think of it as a very common trope. Trend. I, trope. I know what it is. I didn't say the person wrote this. What's this? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't really see that too often. I've seen like one or two fix that actually do that. Yeah, actually. So technically, if it's not that common, it's really not cliche, is it? No. No. So yeah, probably. This, this person's living up to how they spelled their name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we're getting the savagery started. All right. So number two. We have any tips for better expressing the tone or dialect of characters without constantly italicizing for emphasis. And I will be the first one to say I actually it, I actually adore the employing of italics. It gets the job done. Or bolding, bolding for certain uh, and not the user, of course, bolding the words for mm -hmm. certain emphasis. Usually in terms of yelling. What do you guys think? Physical gestures. I what I what I often do is I use italics for I do use it when for dramatic effect but mostly I use it for emphasizing that the character is thinking 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do use that as well. I use it for thought processes. So, um, what about you, Ravage? Uh, honestly, I use it the same as uh, Otaku does. You use it for thought processes or words that you particularly want to stress. Right, so it seems like all of us are in, uh, pretty much we're in uh, agreement. Red shirt, anyone else want to add to this? No, I think you got it. Okay, then there you have your answer. Let's move on to question three. Hey, Is paragraph indication favorite or unnecessary? Oh, I wish Petco was here. <laughs> yes. Can I? Can I? I read about this. What one, do you one second, Flamin. Do you got you got sound on the stream, right? Just a quick check. Um, do I have sound in the stream? Yeah, like if you turn on the stream and listen to it, is it coming up with sound? Just to make sure. Hold on, let me refresh Twitch because it's. I hear it. Okay, you I'm just making it? sure. Okay, as long as someone can hear it, we're good. Okay, making sure because I was hearing reports of it being wonky, so make it sure. Right. So yeah, paragraph indentation of from pencil's perspective who actually is in this industry she's she states quite and makes a very good case for the fact that it's pretty much industry standard to indent like we were taught so many years ago in elementary and high school and through writing all those glorious research papers but <laughs> personally for me i since i employ also the uh spacing between paragraphs i i find the um I find the uh, indentation almost redundant. So, and a lot of people seem to have that as well. Although, even if you do do that, it's still usually standard to include the indentation. Though I just omitted erroneously, apparently. But what do you guys think? Well, you got to be uh, careful that you don't have too many words boxed together. You have to make spaces, paragraphs, basically. Mm -hmm. Personally, I do do the indents because uh, I think it makes it look neater and overall. Mm, I can see, I can see that. I just find, I just find it almost like a nice little cadence when everything's just paragraphs or space, and it's just a justified, uh, just pretty much justified font throughout. But ultimately, well, I've always just found indenting weird with quotes because all of a sudden most things are more towards the center and well it's just me being wrong apparently so that's fine anyone else want to add to this nope yeah. justified imagery of the infamous wall of text so indent if nothing else trick people into thinking that it isn't a wall of text no questions about bots no not uh, yet at least drinking word Oh, yeah. Are we doing a drinking word this time? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, butts and good. Butts and good, okay. Butts and good. So there you have it. But I have water, so fuck y'all. Yeah, I'm disappointed. No questions about butts. You'll get, so, you'll get them. You'll get them eventually. Mm -hmm. So did anyone else want anything to add to the indentation question, or are we moving on? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm mortified that none of these questions are indented. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? So, Let's move on then, shall we? So, I'm going to I'm going to annoy French people in Quebecois here. Questions of Porvus. Number one, author's note on top or bottom, akin to spaces versus tabs, apparently. Well, well move. yeah, unfortunately, fan fiction doesn't actually allow you to do two author's notes. That would be actually kind of cool, though, if you wanted to stress something before and after the thing. But if I had to choose, which I often have to every time I update a chapter, well, I usually tend to prefer the bottom, actually. 
Although if I really just want to stress like, you know, something that, oh, by the way, guys, just so no one is really jarred, jarred by something, remember this, or just to foreshadow playfully, I'll use the top, or just to pretty much justify a story's fucking existence, I'll usually use the top. But everything else, author's notes, usually the bottom, like, thanks for reading, comment if you want, have a nice day, fuck you all, kind of stuff. So yeah, what do you guys, what do you think? Author's note on the top would be, let's say you're writing something really, you know, let's say, not that I would write it, but you write necrophilia or something. You want a warning, wouldn't you? <laughs> it makes sense. It'd be in the tags. So, the trigger warning, you mean? Like, no, let's say six chapters into the story, suddenly necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly dead horse sex. Wonderful. Um, for myself. No, I mean... no, go ahead. For myself, it's same. Like, if I'm going to have to warn my readers about, you know, pretty cringy stuff coming up, I put it at the top. And I if I want to, if I want to give my own input about the story, I'd add at the end. But say that story of mine had a reading, I might want to put that at the top. To, so, who's repeating? Okay. Anyone else? It sounds like I'm gonna put mine towards the bottom, mm -hmm. simply because I don't write anything that requires a four. <laughs> you, you don't have to justify anything. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, before you hate me right now, allow me to explain. <laughs> well, you can do the whole, you can do the pencil thing and say, hey, I'm a fucked up individual and you're about to read some really fucked up shit. Here you go. That's one way to do it. Yeah, and I. Well, one way would be to troll your readers with write a street story that suddenly that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. So I think we, unless Redshirt has something to add to that, I think we're, uh... Nah, I'm good. You good? All right. Then we shall continue. All right. Number two. When you write longer form works, do you make an outline and post as you finish chapters or stay a couple of chapters ahead before posting to ensure that events plan out? This is a really fucking good question, but before I answer it, I'd like to open this up to other people. So... Oh, definitely an outline. Oh, yeah? Continue. Yeah. Why do you Which why likes... do you see the outlining versus improving? Because each has their own uh, has their own uh, charms and well, improving that's good for up to medium length stories. But mm. beyond that, your improv skills only go so far. If you don't go with the game plan, you could easily write yourself into a corner. I can attest to that. <laughs> times. For those of you who have read My Best Friend Luna, Redshirt described that perfectly. Although many didn't notice it for some reason, I wrote myself into an innumerable amount of corners by improving that entire fucking story. So, very, very good observation, Red. You, you wrote yourself into so many corners you could have made a house out of them. Literally. Awful. I, I have Can like... those corners? For myself, I'm kind of like on the fence. Like, I do have some outlines, more like mental ones. I never wrote them. I never bothered to write them down. But I, my process, I like to call, I like to refer to it as building the bridge. Like each important segment that holds up the bridge is like an event in the outline, and then the parts and the bits, I'm gonna have to connect them in some way together to, to make a comprehensible story. Right. Um, I'd be the wrong kind of person to ask that kind of question. Oh, well, you just write about pony butts and, and on fucking ponies. Well, I just throw things together. 
That's true. <laughs> just, just like I'm like, oh, playing with Lego, just smashing um, it with his hands. <laughs> I've I've learned my lesson to start outlining because the first few stories and one of them I'm still improving, but everything now outlined in my head is one of my other stories. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing with it because I don't know where I was going with it in the first place. Actually, <laughs> there you go. Well, then improving would have a better uh, it would have a better place, honestly. Like one good thing about improving a lot of stuff is just that you. I've noticed I don't feel obligated to stick to things. What I've I've done a more hybrid approach in some like Metroid Equus was very hybrid in the sense that I planned out very specific events that I wanted to happen, but I allowed myself to meander my way and connect the dots as I saw fit, kind of, and yeah. adjust as certain things arose. And that's, well, that's one way actually to do how, it. Well, that's that's really how you should do it. I mean. <clears throat> Because yeah, an outline, true. you're not stuck to an outline unless, you know, you've written the outline beyond that point. You know, say you want this to happen, but in order for this to happen, you need something else to happen first. So the way I go about doing my outlines is I write a short one-paragraph explanation of whatever it is that I'm trying to get accomplished. And then mm. I improv everything in between that to get to that point. Could space lobsters fix the issue? Can they space lobsters? Space lobsters. No. Space lobsters fix anything. <laughs> Don't you know that? Hey guys, quick, quick time, quick time out. Are you guys getting any feedback from my mic? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Don't talk. Give me two seconds. I'll be Just right back. Low. I'll Just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> Yeah, Bendy, space lobsters work because once you know space lobsters and no one's paying attention to whether or not you had an outline. Alright, let me let me hook this bitch up. You can hear him get up and move away from the mic. That's amazing. Alright, how can, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Am I not too am I not too soft or anything? No, you're good. Nope. Okay, cool. Alright. So I think we've touched on that pretty well. Does anyone else have anything to add to that particular thing? Because I actually find it a very good question. Um, I would I would honestly say don't worry too much about your outline. I mean, if you have to outline every little bit, you might as well just write the whole thing as it, as you're seeing it. You know, because an outline will get so extensive that you'll. I've done this when I first started writing. I would write an outline, and like halfway through, I'd start getting ideas about what I wanted to happen in conversations. And I'd start writing the story as it's supposed to be written and not the outline. And then I got and then I get along all the way back and rewrite the beginning. Because it's an outline, it's not the actual story. And it it, it can get annoying sometimes. But mm -hmm. you know, don't worry too much about it. Right. That's and improving is fun. Improving is so much fun because then you can just let your mind go at it. You know, you can just keep going and going and going. And most times if you're not trying too hard especially where dialogue is concerned, as long as you're not making it too wordy, everything is natural and it flows. And you know how dialogue is supposed to be. You know that you're going to get a certain response for a certain wording. The only time you're really going to get something different is if you have a character that does the complete fucking opposite of what you expect. Um, there's a word for it, and I have a friend who who's actually like this. Um, 
uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, an, it's a type of interrupt. It's like a contextual interrupt. Um, fuck, I can't remember. Anyways, they say the exact opposite of what they meant to say, and those are the hardest characters to write because you have to change your way of thinking in order to realize that, hey, this person wouldn't say this. Um, for example, my friend, uh, back when she was in high school, this girl came up to her wanting to start a fight, and she said something to the effect of, you know, uh, she accused her of uh, uh, kissing her boyfriend or something, right? And she says, she turns around without even blinking and with the straightest face you've ever seen. She turns around and says, I don't know, do I want to? Interesting. Yeah, and so it, it was the last thing that girl expected, and she couldn't argue with her. She just kind of, she got mad because she couldn't say anything and she couldn't start a fight, so she just walked off. And that is probably one of the hardest character types to write, is somebody who says the last thing you're expecting to hear. Mm -hmm. Ah, witty. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good, um, that's a good um, observation, and honestly, I agree with it wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I know it doesn't have anything to do with <clears throat> outlines, but... Right. Like I said, you, you can get carried away with an outline. Oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, that's why I often just, my outline is just pretty much taking what I want to happen in the story, making a, like, several paragraph synopsis of it, then just expanding it. But mm -hmm. that's my outlining. Everyone has different outlining styles. Anyway, I think that answers that question more than sufficiently, so we shall continue. <laughs> All right, so, ah, another good question. Do you listen to music when writing, guys? Yes. Yes. All right. I don't. Uh, what I listen to is uh, Rainy Mood. Oh, you're going traditional. Okay. Yeah. All righty. What about you, Ruff? What do you listen to if you listen to music? Um, depends on my mood. Hmm. Mostly I listen to Brony music while I'm doing pony stuff because it kind of helps me stay in that place that I want to be in. But... I find sometimes mood music helps too, like if I'm writing something really dark and really graphic, I will switch right over to the heaviest, meanest heavy metal I've got and just keep working on, uh, keep working through that while I'm trying to get this uh, feeling written down and okay. in the same sense, yeah, I'll switch over to the other side. I'll switch over to like light piano and classical and stuff where I'm doing something really calm. I mean, I love listening to instrumental music when I'm just writing something that is calm. And meanwhile, Rob listens to serial killer music. <laughs> I don't listen to music. No, but no, no. Rob listens to the beer cans. <laughs> it's true. I just give up and got that. He listens to the beer cans. No, you guys like heard to the, heard the shit like that. Rob, like, oh yeah, his fucking gramophone is playing like Fallout, the Fallout fucking four soundtrack, and I every time I hear it, I. I feel like he's talking to us while he has like a victim like strapped to a table. <laughs> nice. Oh, I wish I could do that and actually be spontaneous about it. That'd be freaking fun as hell. Mm, definitely. As um, mm. milk. I forget. Do you write or do you not write? I, I've done writing. I don't do it anymore. Oh, so you retired? Yes, in a sense. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, he, wrote, he wrote several manifestos. 
manifestos. What the fuck's a manifesto? We'll talk to you later. Well, he writes review, he yes. reviews. <laughs> I swear to God, if this is like some political bullshit. It's political. Ah, oh, fuck that. Let's get off politics. No, let's not get into politics. This is not now, Gary. This is not the podcast. We're time talking to use about that. horses. Yes. Lovely. Let's talk about horse politics. I'm just gonna yeah. say, is Luna really gonna make Equestria great again? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm voting for Trixie because she's gonna build. She's gonna build a wall around Ponyville, erect a barrier, and have Queen Chrysalis pay for What you're saying is heresy. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't you want Applejack though? Because you can't lie. No, Applejack's book is inferior compared to Celestia's. Should they really should they really keep voting for Mayor Mayor? Because like I feel like Twilight owns the town now. <laughs> okay. There's a fic about that. Pencil wrote a fic about that. If you haven't read it, you need to go read it. I read that Wait, actually. That was, was... I know. I'm telling our guests. If you haven't read that, you need to go read it. It's fucking hilarious. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to add my to add to that, uh, to add to the actual question at hand, I, I it's on and off if I decide to listen to music or not. And if I ha if I do listen to music, it has to be non-lyrical. So yes. otherwise, it, yeah, I, otherwise it fucks with my writing cadence. I agree with that completely. And the same thing can be said of when you're reading. Uh, the only kind of music I can listen to, either writing or reading, is music that I have heard over and over and over and over and I know the lyrics well enough to tune it out and ignore it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, otherwise my writing takes place late at night and I just decide not to listen to music. You, the only fic I've ever really listened to active soundtrack, ironically, was um, for Metroid, or maybe coincidentally I should say, oh, and, I yeah. listened to the, and I listened I mainly to the soundtrack. So. I love the soundtrack to uh, Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime is some of the greatest soundtrack ever. I have like all the games soundtrack on my phone. It's gorgeous. It's like four or five hundred songs. It's amazing. I love the theme song. Yeah. Pray. It's an old mm. game from the Xbox. Mm. All right. I think we answered that question. Let us continue then. So, number four. Ever write a fic in second or third language? I'm assuming you actually mean in a second or third language and not second or third person. So, and the answer, the, my answer to that is not entirely no, but some of my fics occasionally do have little snippets of a second language actually written out. So I don't know, what do you guys think? Are you sure we don't I, mean I've second written person? Yeah, no. I'm trying to debate that. I don't, that, that, that doesn't seem right, because yeah, but it's like the most common writing is in probably third person i'm pretty sure it's referring to like languages like you know my first yeah. language is english but i have never written a story in spanish or in, a, in like a second language or maybe the other way around maybe somebody who english is not their first language i will say i've written a very rudimentary story in chinese for class about so that's about it. yeah that works i suppose that technically counts. It's never going to be the letter day. We have confirmation it was a second or third language. Um, I don't know if this counts, but one of my stories, the main character speaks Spanish, but it's not in Spanish because not every reader is going to read Spanish, so. Oh, and I have confirmation that yes, it is second or third language and not perspective. Yes, it's a second Yeah, we're right. We're right on the money. So, but yeah, no, that's, that's actually good diversity. Yeah, my I usually... I, I'm sorry, go 
speak mysterious language of 4chan. <laughs> what, what, fortunese? No. Fucking retardies. <laughs> Almost no. every word ends in cum. <laughs> what is is come like the the Aladdin of Equestria in your stories? Like, fuck. Well, Jesus. like, come on. <laughs> okay, lightning round. List as many different ways of saying I laughed as possible. Okay, I've got. I laughed. I chortled. I snickered. I giggled. I chuckled. I guffawed. I am in stitches. I okay, and I'm done. Yeah, you've already, you've already got me beat. I tried to let out a hearty chuckle. Can I, can't I just open up a, a thesaurus? Yeah. No, yeah, that's cheating. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I want to add. I'm having a giggle, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so. Having a giggle, mate. Anyone else want to add to that? Well, I don't know what are the words you use for laughing. I don't really use any beyond the beyond that. Otherwise, it seems like it's trying too hard. Yeah. No. I. No, and that's one thing I want to touch on is, don't try to use words you don't know. Like it's good to have diversity, but don't try to add in words that you don't know the meaning to or that you're or just that, learning to use. Or that the yeah, general actually, public doesn't necessarily know the meaning to. I actually. <laughs> Before I use I a word I don't know, I just look up the dictionary on it. And then another word. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I need another word. Go to source.com, which is actually one of the worst ways to do it because it only just lists things that are te technically synonyms, but, for example, laugh and guffaw are not equal. Laugh yeah, is just general. It's ha-ha-ha-ha, or guffaw is like you have like a seal shrieking like or aching or it's it's like when you uh when you see a character they're ah, 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 you know mm -hmm. they're just dying of laughter and they cannot hold it in you know and they're right. fucking loud oh by the way we have six viewers i'm curious as to how many of that is ours and that's probably attributed to the fact that pencils are not here probably so yeah Aww. whatever this will this one will go straight to dvd that's okay so, <laughs> I have YouTube, won't I? I have a way to say laugh. I blew more air out of my nose than usual because I was in. I believe. So you mean you LOL'd? I LOL'd. <laughs> because no one actually fucking laughs out loud, goddammit. They just stare at the screen and smirk and then they're done. Yeah, as, <laughs> then they move yeah, on with their life. Yeah, as Red Shirt said. Uh, that, that was a good post. It made me blow, blow air out of my nose at a slightly faster rate. What is it on YouTube? Yeah. Good. Okay, there we go. Now we're moving on to our next contributor of Questiones, and his name is, his or her name is Charlie Horse. Charlie Horse question number one asks, since the fix are based on the show, after so many episodes, do you feel overwhelmed with the huge variety of characters you can pick from to add to a story? I ask that because few stories use recent show characters, even if they're pretty interesting, and favor the early season side characters such as Lyra that never even did anything. Well, although I have to disagree with that because there was such the hardest of ons for fucking Ember and everyone else 
So, <laughs> so and can, and even with sunset shimmer. So I don't particularly agree with that, but we can assume that for the most part, yeah. For example, like you know, Miss Harsh Winnie, not a billion picks came out. I guess, oh, well, maybe it just depends on the prominence of the new character being introduced. But anyway, based on if we go back to the actual question at hand. So do you feel overwhelmed from the variety of characters you can pick from a story? What do you guys think? No, because I no. mostly like the main six, and no, not much beyond that. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Honestly, yeah, I don't. There are a few true main characters in the series, so it really isn't right. that much. And also this, yeah, and also this question is based on like. Are you writing a, Are you writing the story first before you attach characters to it? Or it's like creating a movie. Are you creating a movie but then having actors apply for the role? Because if that's the case, yeah, I'd probably feel overwhelmed. But... Well, my two favorite ponies are Book Horse and Rainbow Butt. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you have a, if you have favorite ponies, then yeah, you're, of course you're going to probably default to more fix with them, unless you're going to challenge yourself with something else. I'm back. You left. I my shit, I my shit froze. I told you guys that it froze. <laughs> We're not paying attention. Rude, rude. Hashtag R zero zero D. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that, I don't know. I I've never once felt overwhelmed because whenever I create a story, I already have the characters in mind who are gonna be the stars. So, what about you guys? Anyone yeah. else? I'm the same way. I have That's to have the characters and personalities in there already. Right. Yeah. That's. I. That's exactly. Honestly, it. it is so much more stressful trying to write a story and then throwing characters in there that fit, or having to write whole new characters for those roles. I mean, it's one thing you say, "Oh, okay, I want to do this plot," and I think, "All right, I'm gonna do you know these characters because I think they'd be interesting." In it. No, the hardest one to do is to say, "All right, here's the story. Now, who the hell am I gonna put in?" here to play these parts yeah that would definitely be harder which is why i've never found myself in that situation if i have an idea well, usually that's, how you, is, yeah. that's how they do plays that's right how they right do playwrights and, and plays are so much different they're fun but for me they're fucking hard oh certainly oh certainly yeah that's why usually the story concept for i'm guessing the i'm making a huge assumption here the average writer is okay i'm gonna start with say princess celestia where can hmm. i go from with there and then you kind of try to build a story she's, around that. She's got a lovely yeah. butt. There you go. And a hundred of Bendy stories sent around that. So I'm just I'm just imagining like Bendy setting up a stall in like town and just like commentating on people's butts. There's no. another story idea. Celestia just judges horses and asses all day. <laughs> so You're... You credit, are inferior to me. Shirt, yeah, credit red shirt to that. Write that story, Bendy. Hey, I didn't. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I believe that was my credit. Oh, oh, that was you. I'm sorry. You sounded a little. You sounded similar, to red shirt. My, my B. So credit listener to that. I and you Bendy will probably write that story. He but probably you didn't will. Hear that Hong Kong twang in his voice. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Quiet. No. I'll explain for the details off the off off. <laughs> The stream what question are we on? All of them. Yes. We're on question number two of Charlie Horse now, because I think we answered that sufficiently. Yes. Number two says, is MLP a psychological operation created by the New World Order in order to make kids think that monarchy is magic? Yes. No, it's conspiracy by EA to train soldiers to invade alternate realms. 
No, it's it's created by I, Tony I, dimension to enslave humanity. I envisioned Red Shirt's explanation going differently. I thought he was going to say it was invented by EA to get you to pay for microtransactions for ponies. So, mm-hmm. so how um, much do I have to pay for Octavia? Yeah, shit. Twenty bucks. How much is your kidney? Yeah, Film Fiction introduces microtransactions where you now have to pay a small nominal fee for if you want to have a character available to you to write. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thus, thin thick gold is born. Premium thin fiction account. Oh Jesus! Then thin fiction died. Yeah, that's exactly how thin fiction would die. After the exposure I gave gave Ember, they better be paying me for. <laughs> you did, you you did, you gave Ember probably a percent, a fraction of the exposure that the actual show gave her. <sighs> yeah, and considering that. All right, I'm probably going to piss off several people, but my nieces and nephews watched uh, Slug Terra, and I found that that particular episode with Ember is exactly the fucking same as every episode in that show that I heard. Beautiful. Yeah, it's fucking (laughs) sad. It reminded me of every modern stupid kids show out there, and I realize I'm already talking about a kids show, you know, don't get me wrong, but... You have something that's actually decent, and then they go off on a tangent because somebody had an idea, and they were able to suck somebody's dick to put it out there. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was just sad. That that episode was just fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, okay, well, I'm not sure if anyone else has anything to add to that. So I think we'll move on to question number three. So question number three. Is- Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Question number three of Charlie Horse says, "It is time for a. Is it a. T- is it time for a human in the show? No. If no, so, male or female, child or adult, legend or no. real, or is HIE best served as a niche in the fan fiction? Niche. Yes. Yes, niche. I think we already had the answer to that fucking question <laughs> while I was is, reading it. The problem is, if they ever did that, the fandom would implode in itself because the sheer amount of this." <laughs> And mess. <laughs> no, it would actually, it would actually probably drive a lot of people away from the fandom because then areas like ours where we do HIE would explode phenomenally, and a lot of people don't like HIE. Yeah, but there's also those uh, pony wankers, the bad kind. <laughs> the uh, like like actual horse fuckers. No, 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 no. Uh, the kind who. Worship the ponies as some sort of god and want all, everyone to be ponies. You mean like priests shrine to cadence? No, <laughs> no, the other kind. You know, uh, he, he prays towards Canterlot three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Which way is north? That's where Canterlot is. He has been off that from the fan fiction. He turns it on the TV and bows towards the TV. This <laughs> <laughs> is fucking great. Oh god. So I guess like, I have. What's I, up? I guess I have an answer for number three. Well, go on. No, it's a, he's saying, is there time for a human in the show? Yes. And whether it be legend or real, I say legend, because we only need one human in Equestria. The man, the myth, the legend. Scott, Scott Sterling. Sterling. I was actually going to say John Cena. God, but... What about me? Oh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I, that, that's, that's a weird way of saying Adolf Hitler. How did you pronounce what? that again? 
What, what if they made it the Lord Foster legend? Well, that's been actually done in several fics. Like, you know, them, the, even the princess is referring to their, uh, like, saying instead of God damn, they say Faust damn it. Or something like that. Yeah, so that's been like, done what before. If they, like, if they did it in the show, I think people would just, like, go, oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I'll be having fangasms all over the world. Is what you? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think that would be detrimental. It would just lead to a lot of new headcanons, if anything. It's like a lot of people thought the fandom was going to implode when it was almost confirmed canon that Vinyl uh, and Octavia live together and Vinyl is mute. So they, people were like, oh, it's going to validate so many oh, picks and nothing happened. You know, so. uh, I I discovered something. I went back and I looked. And did you know that Vinyl never speaks except for during the story of the Hearthswarming Eve, uh, the recent one? And it's not even the modern Vinyl, it's the one, like I said, in the story. So I love coming up to that argument, or I actually hope I come up to that argument because then I've got the proof for it. Say, no, she doesn't fucking talk. Ever. Mm. My I, actually, final I like the idea of her being mute. It makes the character more interesting. Do you know what would suck? It would suck. Do you know what would suck though? Is she actually does like what? What do you think she actually fucking sounds like? Like she opens her mouth, she's just like, "Yo, Not what's up, man?" Like, <laughs> like the most fucking like ratchet redneck, ratchet redneck voice, like worse than Applejack. Applejack's just a southern twang. We're talking about fucking white trash redneck. Like, <laughs> no, flame. Open her mouth and dubstep comes out. Yeah, it's no. just literally that. What? Flame. She's she talks and we learn that she's actually a guy. <laughs> oh god. Oh Jesus. Who said that? Like, red deal. No. I just had that idea because Enigma said that. I'm, well, I'm gonna credit you for that one. Oh yeah. my god. Somebody in the in the Twitch screen asked if we do any Fire Emblem series fanfics. And let me tell you this, D-Warrior. That was my first attempt at fanfic writing, and I stopped immediately because... Since it was my first attempt, and it was awful. And you know why it was awful? Because you wrote it? Other than that, <laughs> I, I had a character in it say, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not very wifey enough for you. I actually wrote this, and I, like, <laughs> facepalm to myself every time I re recall this. He actually became he actually became self-aware of his autismo, and he never had a, and he never had a, a measles vaccine again. The question, uh, so that's question is, in the can story we still read the story online? Yeah, can you still publish it, Meg? We want to read this. I uh, know. I actually did right here in the Discord. Like I showed it to Carrier, and oh. I could do it right now, but it'll take a while. So. <laughs> Is that the reason why he's not showing his fucking face in this chat? Is he just like killed himself? Did <laughs> <laughs> Sudoku? Yeah, exactly. Those knives. Do you guys want to? I could post it right now, but it'll probably be time-consuming and you know waste our right. stream time here. Fair enough. So, all right, then I guess we shall uh, move on then. See, I believe the resounding answer to that nice pretty much was a no. So. <laughs> Number four, even the TV show had some adult humor sneak in or snuck in. That makes sense. That makes sense, right? In quotes, what makes MLP fix even the G-rated ones so often hint at adult themes? Speaking of that, should the word plot be updated in Webster's dictionary? Mm -hmm. Can no. I get a translation? So I believe the trans. I believe what this question is asking is, what's the 
what's the underlying magic and even G-rated themes in even G-rated themes present throughout Fix and the show that allow them to just touch on adult themes? Well, probably because they are G-rated. Mm -hmm. We have to well, dance through the subject. It leads to a lot of creativity. Yeah, that's literally it. It's how cre how fucking creative probably is the writer. I dislike the word plot used in that way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used the word plot ever. Maybe once, and I'd realize how shitty of a word it was. Webster's dictionary should be updated in that plot. I think it's a boner kill to me. It's like saying reading uh, Playboy for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I buy Playboy for the want ads. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I actually don't. I actually don't write very many G-rated fix, but um, the ones. Okay, no, de absolutely designated was definitely not G-rated. Um, so I won't talk about that. I did write um. I did. What the fuck did I write those G-rated? Taking a walk in trial of the night. It was pretty much just. I just touched on more somber themes as opposed to what I don't know what classifies an adult theme, really. Adult I situations? I guess. I mean, or I mean, a gag or a joke or something. Well, adult situations that de it really depends though, because some kids are very mature for their age and some adults never fucking grew out of their kids' stage. It's like saying, it's like saying, like, um, you know how when someone says, oh, he reads at a fucking, uh, like and any kid, any book is a. It's like Mitch Hedberg said, any any ch book is a children's book if the kid can read. Like, it's it's like any situation can technically be an adult situation. Uh huh. So, I don't really actually have a concrete answer for this. I don't know about you guys. That's nearly impossible for me because you know, I'm very word bought and dick comes in less than mm. a thousand words. <laughs> Jesus. So, anyone else have anything to add to that, or should we move on? We should move on. All right, let's do just that. Number five, how do you handle a story when the show takes a dump on your head, Shannon? For instance, what if Celestia's origins were thoroughly explained? Does it make you want to move on? One this word. Question. One word, or two words. What? Alternate universe. The end. <laughs> I just don't maintain a head cannon. Other than Equestria Girls is non-canon. Alternate universe. You want to write your story. Don't give a fuck about I become... <laughs> well, and a lot of writers I will... I become say, triggered. Well, a lot of writers will say, you know, in this story, this particular event didn't happen. So this is a what if, if that didn't happen. Mm. Yeah, and also, uh, Celestia's father is Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I, so I many heck. Bendy. This is alternate universe. So, so the writers practically flipped us all over when Celestia said, we don't know how an alicorn is made. Well, 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 yeah, that was true. We love each other very much. Well, I think they, I think they were more concerned that the, that the child was born an alicorn to a, uh, to a more, to, or to a unicorn and another, Unicorn that happened to become a fucking alicorn. Pegasus. So no, I thought Cadence was a Pegasus. Who's Pegasus? Oh, was she Pegasus before? Okay, I think she was yeah, Pegasus. She, okay. originally she was. She just be, she just fucking got taller, became more advised, and, and uh, and our book got bigger. Head. 
finger or horn and suddenly <laughs> got enough magic to manipulate people into love. Go figure. Foot, foot got bigger over time. Oh, the, oh, the power of alcohol. The walls yeah. of immortality is that your foot gets bigger over time. I feel so like when Twilight's foot get bigger. I, I feel yeah. like when Twilight was when Twilight when Cadis was starting out as the princess of shipping, she was like literally pushing pony spaces together, going now kiss. <laughs> Jesus. Good God. All right. So, I think that does it for that set of questions. So we move right on to the questions given to us by Shalrath. Number one. Why is Equestria constantly visited by wanks, teenagers, and Call of Duty LARPers? Because they're <laughs> so edgy. They cut yes. It's time. Yes. Can I answer this real quick? Yes, please go ahead. Self-inserts. There you go. Yeah. Large fandom of Call of Duty fans. It's like anyone's fantasy, like, oh, I'm in Equestria and I have a How gun. How do you LARP Call of Duty? How do you LARP Call of Duty? You just you just take a gun and go to a movie theater. You enlist. That was dark. Or you or you uh, LARP Modern Warfare that mission in Modern Warfare Three and take a gun and go to Munich, Germany. No Russian. Well, see, no. Was that was that, that, too, was that too was that too soon? My bad. That was too. Plum. That was earlier too. Plum. Thank you. Now we're on the government watch list. Yeah, we, 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 we started well, I think, out on the list. I think we were already on the NSA <laughs> list for a while. Just to let you guys know. Hi, NSA agents. Enjoy yourself to all my dragon porn. So, <laughs> my dragon porn. Fuck you, Enigma. <laughs> I run the monopoly on dragon porn, and you know it. Jesus. <laughs> Don't make me drag seven in here. Okay, does, any, does, does anyone have anything to add to this? No. Nope, going once, going twice, sold, motherfuckers. All right, number two, translation spells. How do they work? I don't Magic. know how Heisenberg's compensator works. Very well. <laughs> Magic. That's how they work. The end. Yeah, like... What, what's the old saying? Magic, I ain't gotta explain shit. Yes. Yes. That's not old. That's like from ten years ago. Uh-huh. And it still applies well, today. That's half my age, so... To give a real answer to this, I guess trans the spell works by, like, low-level telepathy. The, the best way I seem to have explained is that it each it takes the word you say and puts it into a picture that the other person will understand as a word. Like, you're communicating with pictures instead of words. I... I am. I don't employ a translation spell, which actually miffed a fair portion of people at the beginning of Metroid Equus because I just had it by the fucking inner machinations of the universe that fucking Samus and the pony spoke the same fucking language. Like, despite the nigh, Im uh, the nigh improb probability that that could have happened by some accident in the universe that they speak, they spoke Galactic Basic or English. So flame. So, I just find that easier to believe. Is different. So flame, it's like we shall now speak the universal language, English. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Um, I, I believe the universal language is American. <laughs> so, real quick though, have any of you guys read um, a voice among the strangers? Oh no. God, I love that. That's a and it's great like story. It deals like there's no communication spell at all. Yeah, I like the ponies are neighing. 
Pony is her name, and she's speaking gibberish. Gibberish. You know what be hilarious? Uh, the pony's here, and we just make chimpanzee sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Oh, then Anon, that monkey Anon, I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> He's so sexy. With his, with his with this, then, then that would make fucking uh, Klopp scenes a lot more fucking hilarious, if you think about it. Oh, no, 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 I'm so close. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking baboon and pig whales. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I believe the uh, summary answer to that question is how, however you want them to, baby. <laughs> so, oh, Shalrath also asks, show of hooves here. Ha, he used hooves. <laughs> Who just skips to the next chapter when the story opens with our fearless protagonist yeah. his alarm clock and grumbling something about being late to his job at a cell phone kiosk. Um, That's exactly. oddly specific. Wait, that is he close. like is he like running down the alley with a piece of toast in his mouth and he's late to, to go to school because he's a sailor <laughs> scout? <laughs> no, but uh, that's generally a bad idea. Like, you could miss out on plot significance. The character introduced or something, and who's this character you don't know in the second chapter? Worst comes to worst, I just uh, skim a little bit. Well, he smacks his alarm clock instead of just pressing the button to turn it off. So I already know what I know about my character is a faggot. So. I just use my phone. Explain your logic there. Please. I don't know. I I just don't like the trope. Of, I just don't do puck. I just think the trope of like you know destroying your alarm clock is overdone. So, so I paid money for that get shit. To read your story. If you want to get flames to read your story, just go eleven strokes his alarm clock to sleep. Yeah, the alarm clock is uh, is a dog dick, and you have to stroke it a certain amount of time. Red rocket it for what? it to for it to fucking turn off. There you go. How do you like them apples, you fucking prick? Here's a, here's a little change to the formula. Have it that the alarm clock is one of those new ones where in order to guarantee that you get out of bed, it fires like a dart that you have to put back into the alarm clock to shut it up. Yeah, that would other ones. There is one Android app, I believe, that's just in order to turn off the alarm, you have to smile for the front camera. If I had an alarm like that, I would grab a hammer and smash it to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um an alarm clock that every time you hit snooze, it donated a dollar to a charity from your bank account. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. That's fucking great. Holy shit. It would be, it would, it actually be, it would actually be more, uh, more uh, effective. And I'm only going to talk about this one more time: is if it donated, it donated to a candidate you did not support. <laughs> so <laughs> then it would really make sure you get out of fucking bed. So Wait, what's the next question? Yeah, mm -hmm. next. That's actually that's actually the last question for him. So since we answered that, oh god, fluffy unicorns prove. Fucking post the entire Navy SEAL copy pasta length of a question. So steps. Okay, so I'm going to read this. Everyone, take some notes. Number one, is Discord really the spirit of a ca the chaos spirit or a reality shifter who thinks he is one? Chaos is described as randomness, the lack of intelligible pattern or combination in science. The problem is our sense of order is dependent and limited on our perspective. 
the laws and concepts that have been created are based upon the induction generalization of certain instances based on the accumulated data. However, the problem of the induction states that the generalizations are true. Are you trying to prove abstract okay. algebra, good sir? Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject on this. Whoever asked that question, dude, you're fucking gay. All right. <laughs> But not the good oh, gay. He's a gay. He's a gay guy with a fucking science right, degree. Now, 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 have this. Have this as an actual answer. <laughs> you all right there, Flam? Yeah, that's great. Go on. All right. Not the good gay. So, so understand this. You just described what true randomness is. But you have to understand that he's trying to cause chaos on orderly beings. So he literally just has to antagonize the fuck out of them because they wouldn't understand it otherwise. Mathematically, mathematically, you also can't prove randomness. There's a joke in an old Dilbert. There's a joke in an old Dilbert book, which Dilbert is a very acquired taste, but I love the humor. Yeah. Where someone is someone's giving a tour of the office, and someone says, "This is our ran this is our random number generator machine." And it keeps spitting out seven, 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 seven. And someone's just like, is that really random? He's just like, that's the issue with randomness. You can't really tell if it's actually random or not, which is really fucking true. Because yes. there were because in any set of numbers, you will you will always have even the most minute correlation, which dictates it's not random. Yeah. So, Discord alone for us. Here's a perfect experiment that a friend of mine. Uh, long, long time ago, explained to me. All right, if you take like a set of kids' bath toys, you know, like the little floaty letters and numbers and shit, right? Mm -hmm. You you pick up all these letters and numbers and drop them on the floor over and over until they line up perfectly, A through Z, and then one through zero. They will never come up in order. And I and by order I don't just mean A B C D I also mean right side up, as well as not crooked, <laughs> because that is true order. That's perfect order. So well, you'll not get it from randomness. Well, it, well, it, you th there was a discrete probability until you said not crooked, because there are an infinite number of orientations that uh, that uh, that uh, thing can have. Because otherwise, otherwise, if you just had an ordering but, and flipped, you'd have permutations, which you could easily solve the probability. But now I'm getting mathematical. I'm not going to bore people. Guys, we're horse riders, not Plato. Wait, one, sec, <laughs> one sec, though. Isn't there like the old saying that eventually a group of monkeys will type out like Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, but you, yeah, that describes an inf you need an infinite number of time, and anything's possible with probability an infinite number of time, even the most infinitesimal uh -huh. probability. Hey, so guess what? To all our guests, guess what? We're not fucking stupid, despite what you might think. We're just horse fuckers. <laughs> yeah, we just have better things to do with our time than go to school. <laughs> we're horse fuckers, but we're not faggots. So. <laughs> my little pony's destroyed my brain. There you go. Oh, well, I will say that it helped me, but, you know. <laughs> All right, so. point discord is actually causing order as he's decreasing the entropy by adding energy. Technically, technically yes, actually, if you, take it from a, if you take it from a chemistry perspective, quite so. Yeah. Okay, okay next topic, next topic. Next Let's topic. Go. Okay. <laughs> Number two, what was your emotional motivation to start, the, to start this fandom or start in this fandom? What oh. kind of need 
did this fan, does this phantom fulfill for, or what kind of need this phantom fulfills for you that's missing? I think he accidentally, the English language right there. I'm asking in, a ter in terms of a psychological need. Um, so that's a good question. So it may be, it may be I started happy. this phantom all by myself. It may be a bit more happy, plus I need a new porn. <laughs> as good of a reason as any of them. Milk, were you saying something? No. But no. actually, I did not like ponies that way for a while, and then I got a nearly a mental breakdown when I ended up liking them. So you were a horse fucker before you actually got into pound? No, no, no. I, oh. <laughs> I was like, thought I was going insane, I ended up liking them. Uh oh. So that, I was about to post that picture of, you know, absolutely disgusting. Okay. So why do I like it? Yeah. So my emotional my emotional motivation to start in this fandom was probably because I had fuck all better to do. Honestly, I needed another hobby to take out take up my time other than uh, in high school during other than video games, school itself, hanging out with friends and masturbating. Not necessarily in that order. So mm. forgot masturbating with friends. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's why I said not necessarily in that order. Hanging out with the friends and master. <laughs> that Play, was an actual conjunction, people. Play, you still ready for that circle jerk next week? <laughs> yeah, oh make God. make make sure you make sure you bring the waffle. The blue waffle? No, the waffle. We're playing soggy waffle. Oh, oh that's fucked. I don't want to know. That is fucked. I Are you sure you don't want to know? Because you, you know, yo mean, no means yes, and yes means anal. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. Well, let me just ask the question before I answer your question. What are we rated on Twitch? We're rated M. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are. What? What is it? Right, so so who's next? Oh, oh, you asked what is it? Yeah. A so soggy waffle is a game with a group of friends, usually played by. On who's fucking red. whacking it's off red. into the mic? It's Rab, his fan. Me, I swear. It's his Sorry. fan. I don't That's... have a fan on. Okay, Sorry. Rab, no not red. I lean back. Sorry, oh, no worries. Somebody is rubbing up against our mic. Fucking quit. No worries. So, a soggy waffle, and to those in the Twitch chat who don't fucking know, you're you, you gonna learn today. But soggy waffle is, or biscuit, depending on where you're from. Geographically, maybe your English brethren, but um, some if gay you, shit. yeah, it, it is literally some gay shit. You have to make sure you say no homo when you're done with it because it's usually it's optimally played with at least three men. You women can try it; it's a lot fucking harder with women. But, <laughs> but essentially, you take a waffle, preferably cooked. You set it. You set it on the ground in the middle of all of you, and you whack off above it, and the la and the last person to whack off on it has to eat the waffle. Oh, fucking hell! Why is this a game? <laughs> because men are fucking stupid. That's why. Oh. Because God, someone probably weird. bet money and masculinity on this, and it evolved into a game. Uh, I'm Red, not drinking. Fucking quit messing with your mic. That hurts. I'm, not... God, I'm dry heaving. I'm not drinking anyone's cum. So yeah, exactly. So there you go. One, please, please, for the love of God. Yeah, let's do that. So number three, why is a non-pencil most courageous of you? 
don't you feel emasculated as a man when she displays that she has more balls than the other casters combined? Not really. No. Because we're not in the fucking 1920s. Indeed. Plus, we've all seen her giant jar of balls that she's taken from castrated men. Also, she writes better. She writes better stories about men's penises than we do. From, yeah, <laughs> from, she's I a think woman. So. Oh, God. I can't read most of her stuff. Just the faint the pain. Jesus. But yeah, there you go. And on pencil is love, and on pencil is life. Do not insult our fucking god savior. Heresy. And on pencil and on pencil died for our writing sins. <laughs> most of so, which she perpetrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't record the black speech for it. Oh god. That was great. So Let's move on. Ravage is contributing. He says, to the cast, I challenge... You skipped skipped people on the last one. Our emotional connection to the the fandom. Oh, did did I forget to? My apologies. We started talking about Soggy Waffle. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, who who didn't answer? Um, Redshirt, did you answer? No, I didn't answer yet. Neither did I. Oh, was that one, and I know it's just being spammed everywhere, so I decided to see... Okay, what's this all about? And here I am. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of the same as me. I, I just further reinforced that I said I had fuck alls to do. So, Ravage, what about you? Uh, I'm probably a lot deeper than a lot of you fucks, apparently. Oh. Do well, alright. So, so, before I got into the pony fandom, I was fucking depressed. Not like suicidal, but to the point where I would just sit, just fucking sit there and do nothing. Uh, Massive anxiety attacks and you name it. So anyways, I'm going through, you know, I'm going through my life and my little brother shows me this My Little Pony show. Mm -hmm. And it was about halfway, it was either at the start or about halfway through the second season, I don't remember. But I'm like, all right, well this is cute. It's really nice to watch and it's calming. And that's what it was at first, it was just calming. It was nice to just sit down and binge watch because it didn't make me depressed, and I actually felt better watching it. And so that's that's as far as that went for about a few years. Then, uh, right before I started college, I started reading a fun little fan fiction called Fallout Equestria. Ah. That's what got me into the fandom, and I will say that it is something that I had desperately needed even after that, because it was only after I joined the fandom and started making friends in it, which is what I really psychologically needed were friends. Because it's something that has, friends are something that are so in and out of your life, it's not even funny. For me, it's been ever since I was a little kid. So I never had really good friends as a kid. Mm. So so this is like my psychological need being fulfilled right now, is I have very good friends who I talk to quite often. I've gotten to meet two of them. So, you know, it's, yeah, I I will say that in a way, the fandom has saved my life, or I should say it saved my sanity. Okay. Uh, like, but nice tale there, rough. The depth is undeniable. Yeah. Alright, my turn, I guess? Sure, go right ahead. Alright, uh, before I joined, I hopped on the brony bandwagon, I was, as my namesake is, an otaku, and... We can still see it, trust me, your otaku shows. Now let, me, now let me tell you about the the otaku uh, fandom it's more <laughs> disorganized like you will there are arguments and whatnot but in the brony community 
um, conversations are more civilized, which I like. And I also got into it through Fallout Equestria, just like Ravage. And huh. once I started to write and everything, I... If you were to do if you were to do fan fiction of an anime, you would get like people would criticize you so much. But here, they actually bring people people still criticize, but it's less of it and it's more positive than negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised there. Mm. Yeah, I will say <laughs> that um, coming from the furry fandom, which is probably why I hate furry so much, but they are not fucking civilized at all. I mean, they'll act civil. But they are just downright fucking mean most of the time. <laughs> and for no goddamn reason at all. Sounds about right. Bitter assholes. It's because they couldn't fuck that fox that they found outside. I guess. <laughs> well, and see, I will say, I will say in my defense, I never considered myself a furry. I did the art, and, you know, that was about as far as it went, because I've always liked the art. You know, one of my favorite TV shows, uh, not TV shows, but... Well, those two. Anyways, my favorite movie growing up was Robin Hood by Disney. And it was the animated one. And I still like it to this day. And I still like drawing, you know, furry-type characters because they're more exotic. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. It was the attraction to the exotic that I liked so much. Okay. But furries themselves, I fucking hate. Most of the ones that I've met suck. One of my good friends who I haven't talked to in quite a while... She's a furry, and she's the only one I can actually handle because she's not judgmental. You know, she's not fucking mean. Granted, she shares some very similar interests that I do, and I won't say exactly what they are. But, like, you're talking one person. I made one friend after talking to many furries. And I mean many furries. I've made more friends in the brony community just talking to a few people than I ever did in any other fandom. That's Sounds nice. about right. Here's an, here's, an, here's an example of why the otaku fandom is freaking uh, less civilized. Flame, remember that story I told you about me and my friends walking down outside of a mall and a guy pulls up? <laughs> oh, oh I yeah, yeah, I do. So I was walking with my friend, two friends and outside of a mall, and this truck pulls up. And the guy goes, hey, you watch anime? And he says this because one of my friends had an Attack on Titan shirt. You know those ones, the fucking ones from the show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the guy goes, hey, do you watch anime? And my friends, like, don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> Ravage, you're repeating. Okay. Hmm? Never mind, you're echoing. Uh, and uh, my friends don't want to answer this guy. So I, I break the silence by turning to the guy, giving, purposely giving him a retarded look. And I go, I raise my, my, I slowly raise my thumb up and go, I watch the animu, I read the mango, and the guy like grimaces at me and he says, "Bro, don't fuck with me. I'm a hardcore anime fan." And I could tell, but this guy wanted to fuck my shit up just because I was fucking with him. <laughs> See, now if it had been me, I would have, I would have antagonized him. I really would have, because, all right, I like to fight. I really do. Not that I've gotten in many fights, but I do like to fight. And it's something that ha I've always had, a, a particular drawback that I've always had. Oh, fighting people like that are so much fun. Because they... Oh, God. Verbal spats are freaking fun with them, with them. Because you can get them pissed off to the point where they can't talk straight. And they'll start spitting and sputtering. And oh, my God, it is so great. You don't like doing that to people you like now, do you? 
No, 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 no. But if some random fucker comes up in a van and says, Hey, do you like anime? Of course I'm gonna fuck with him. Jesus. Uh. <laughs> it's kind of true, yeah. I'd probably fuck with someone and say, Hey, you like anime? With no fucking context, even though I'm just wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, sure. I suppose. My turn? Yeah, go right ahead. Right. So how I got started in this fandom is... Kind of simple, and it, I don't know, but uh, my friend wouldn't let me play on the Xbox until I watched the first two episodes of Pony, Mm -hmm. and then, but I didn't really get into the whole fandom thing, and you got extorted. a friend showed me a story called, what? I got extorted. I got extorted. I wanted to play Halo, Um, (laughs) but it wasn't until someone showed me the story on infiction.com. Uh, called the ambassador's son that I really got into the fandom. Huh. It's like Reaper indoctrination. Those horses, they got powers. Oh. Yeah, but fanfiction.com used to be a thing. Now it's not. Yeah, just like Equestria After Dark went dark recently. When you watch the show, there's a secret subliminal message yeah. that says... Try to, try to pull it up, yeah. It's not going to work. That's what happens when vinyl opens your mouth. Just the reaper horn comes out. No, every time when you're watching the show, there's a subliminal message that says, "What look at pony butts." Maybe for you, man. You, Bendy. Yeah, I think that's just for you. Well, I don't know. They did have the they did have the hidden pictures in the hundredth episode that you had to pause to see. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, you didn't know this? No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> if you pause it at just the right moment, you could see the riders all wearing okay. horse masks. Yeah, Wait, yeah. What? Oh my okay, god. Okay, 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 okay. here it is, here it is. Watch the episode, and as soon as you see the Twi-Cane, that's when you gotta start pausing it and playing it frame by frame, and you'll find it. I gotta watch that episode again. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's, go- what's going on with that episode? Wait, Flame, you didn't know either? No, I no, I, I'm, I thought I heard what you were saying, but I'm not so sure. What about the Twi-Cane is important? Okay. You, that's where the scene is. That's where you find those pictures. In the hundredth episode, mm-hmm. when the twi- when you see the twi-cane, that's when those pictures show up. Is right when it starts flipping through all those different what, scenes and pictures and shit. What pictures? Did you post something? No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. The ri- you'll see an image of the writers of the show all wearing horse masks. Re- oh God, it's it's just fucking snuck in there. Flip, you the didn't know this? 100. I thought you knew. No, I didn't. Episode one hundred: sh- How to Break a Fandom. I'll send you a link later, Flame. They had something on a turntable at at some point. Okay, uh, where are we? Uh, Did anyone else have anything to add to that question, or did we touch on everyone? Nope, it's no one to wrap just touch. No, 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 we missed milk. We missed milk on that. Ah, milk. Repeat repeat the question for me. It's pretty much how did you get into the fandom? Oh fuck! No, no, no! It was uh, it was kind of a combination of how did you get in the fandom and what does it mean for you psychologically? Okay, so how and why did you get into the fandom? <laughs> um, okay, so back in late 2012, I was kind of one of those assholes who's always hating on it with another friend of mine. So, it's I kind of started out as a hater, which is really weird to say because of where I'm at now. But, mm-hmm. so. He's like, okay, I don't care if you do all this bullshit or yell at me or say this shit. He's like, all you gotta do is watch a couple episodes. I'm like, you know what, fine. Fuck you, I'll watch the first two episodes. 
So I watch them, and I, I, I'm, I'm away from my normal group of people for probably two or three weeks, and I, I basically go dark from them. And in that time, I basically binge-watched everything up until, like, the end of the third season. And that's when it started, you know? I, I started being like, oh, shit, this thing is, like, fucking dead. Where where do I find more pony content? And, it's you know, I, I show back up. It, it, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, God, I need more. Where do I get more? And I started, and I found out about fan fiction and all that shit. And I found Bubbles and Rainbow Factory, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to keep reading this shit. Bubbles? Milk, it's, milk. Bubbles. it's like you're watching the show, you blink, and then suddenly you're surrounded in pro- pony merch. You don't know yeah. where it came from. Yeah! Mm-hmm. If, you, if you look at the third episode on YouTube where they have it set up, and the, the, the top-rated comment for it is, if you're at this point in time, welcome to the fandom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I ended up getting stuck there. I started reading stuff like Bubbles, Rainbow Factory, Cupcakes, and, you know, I am like, you know what? I'm going to find better stuff than this. Bubbles, no. bubbles is that Gosh. really sad, derpy one from way back when that got featured on uh, EQD. Oh. And, and, you know, I fucking loved that one. I, I loved reading sad stuff, which just brought me in everywhere else. I'll, I'll link it real quick. Wait, yeah. no? Maybe not, because I can't find the right one. That's exactly There's... That's exactly how I got into other fanfics, actually. I was already hooked by the uh, first episode of MLP, oddly enough, but other fandoms are just, I was more in denial as it was progressing. Mm. It's like, it's almost, it's like rubies. Just like, I watched the first episode. I need to watch one more to make an accurate decision. Episode four. Well, I need it. I'll make a decision on the next episode. And then the first fucking volume. Ah, fuck. Like, (laughs) I don't need this at finals week. <laughs> that, that's basically what it was. I just I started I started by browsing Reddit and posting pictures there every night every now and then I'd find them and participating in their uh, No Pictures Thursday events where I would do fan fiction recommendations and then I uh, I started working with uh, Sir Hat for a while. I did some writing with him, some uh, my own projects and a couple things like that. And then he introduced me to Stargazer, who brought me into the group. Um, God, right then and there, and basically I'm stuck here now. The first Hi, Joe. Po- yep, oh. he's a resident asshole. Yep. <laughs> the, the first, the first pony picture I ever actually saw was on Funny Junk, and it was a picture of Fluttershy singing, and it and it was captioned "Brutal Anal Fisting." <laughs> and I'm just episode... like, oh, okay. Um, well, can I on. ask a random question, real quick? Sure, but Otaku was going to speak first. So. Oh, sorry, you go, okay. you go, Otaku. The episode that I remember when I. The, when I joined the fandom, the, the show was on the episode of uh, the one where uh, Applejack gets her uh, coin, fucking magical item. Mm. You know, where she has to stop Granny Smith from killing herself. That's around that time is when I joined the fandom. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere with that. No, just time stamping oh. it. Oh, okay. Right. Whoa. Listener, did you have a question? Yeah, but it's way off topic. It can wait till later if need be. Okay, okay, fair enough. Let's get we'll to the point already. Yeah, we'll move on to Ravager stuff. To the cast, I challenge you all to come up with a new and original way a human might end up in, go to, or whatever he, she needs to be in Equestria. It can't have been done before and needs to make sense and be believable. The winner will get a free deck of MLP CCG cards put together by me and tested to be a winning deck. I'll mail it to you personally too, with no shipping cost to you. Rav, does it have blue eyes, white dragon in it? Oh, what now? <laughs> what? That, that answers my question. That answers my question. 
So, oh, and if none of the cast can do it, I'll give it to whoever had the best answer mm -hmm. from amongst our viewers. So, guys, mm -hmm. lightning round. You have 30 seconds to come up with an original idea of how a human ended up in Equestria. Go. Okay, here's mine. Human is in the... No, human take, is in... no take, take 30 seconds. Let everyone formulate this stuff. Fine. And refine yours. Ten seconds have passed. It's ten seconds left. And it's and it's time. All right, who's going first? Me. <clears throat> All right, Otaku, you were you were uh. Okay. Bia, you know those uh, prisoners that they escort through plane. Yeah. Okay, so the human is a prisoner, and he goes, all right, I need to go to the bathroom. The, the sheriff or whoever lets him go into the bathroom, you know. And in the bathroom, the prisoner gets that stupid idea. You know what? I'm going to hide in this toilet thing. He goes in there. He goes in there. Then the plane gets struck with lightning. He ends up in a question of falling through the sky. He passes through Cloudsdale, and Pony Pegasi notice him and manage to catch him. In his fucking and orange jumpsuit and chains. Hold on, hold on. Nope, nope, nope. You just copied your own story of third roommate. Struck by lightning and ends up in Equestria. It's cliche. But I, no, no. But it, no, no. But he was in an airplane toilet. It's the airplane. fucking same. It's... He got struck by lightning. <laughs> in the shitter. He could have been. He could have been jacking off. He could have been jacking off Hitler, saying if he got still got, and if he still got struck by lightning, it's still struck by lightning. The ends don't. Ju it, the means didn't justify the ends, son. <laughs> Fine, they're flying through the Bermuda Triangle. Happy? I think that's actually been done before. Yeah, a, and it's God still, fucking it's damn still, it. And it's the portal thing. No, no, lightning strikes, portals, and uh, death. Death is an obvious one. Well, how are you going to get to the question without any portals? That's what I'm challenging you to come up with. In one of my stories, the guy ended up in a question because he took a bubble bath. <laughs> I never, I never saw that one. <laughs> That was in my Emberfic! It was? Oh. oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, but Sorry, I only read it for the porn. I only read it for the porn. You were kind of vague about it. It's like when Damien did his thing for, I believe, like Alternative Scoring, where he ended up in Equestria with like an Austin Powers DVD and a couple other items. And was somehow he just fucking. No, no, that was, that was in the. I was in his Pinkie Pie show, fucking your whipped cream up for bunghole fic. So. <laughs> Hey, wait, 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 take a step back. What was that you just said? Damien Darkside's latest fic is, um, I forget what it's called, but it's it's a baking fic with Pinkie Pie. He got inspired by a couple of fics, including glazed donuts and cream pies, or shame of self-promotion. If you want a really dirty fucking clop fic with no regard for language, go read that and tell <laughs> me what you think. And um, But he pretty much said he wanted to go a little more fetishy, so there's like, you know, Anal and like you know food play and pushing whipped cream up the bum and uh, anal and this stuff. <laughs> so, Jesus. but no, but okay. For the record, I'll have you know that. Oh, there's okay. You know what? There is my fucking contribution to Rav's question. A guy is eating his girlfriend's ass and he ends up in Equestria. <laughs> <laughs> he ate the ass so hard he tunneled into another dimension. <laughs> that or he crawled up and. Dattery crawled back up his mom's vagina because he missed being inside of her. So I think I, I think I actually have read something along those lines, and it was uh, 
and on is sitting there jerking it, and right as he comes, he comes all over Celestia's face. Pop! He's in the question yet. <laughs> did That's I play? Did, did, I was about to, I was, I actually mentioned that in passing, okay. that, that was what I was going to employ, employ. But, um, no, the jack, the jacking off to get into Equestria, it's been done before. That's definitely <laughs> been done. But I don't think I've ever seen an eating, eating your, eating a girl's ass so hard that they tunnel through a fucking wormhole. Uh, so I don't know anything. I, I, I've never heard of anybody sucking anything hard enough to end up in Equestria. Maybe he turned himself inside out and he is Equestria on the inside. <laughs> Possibly. Anyone else have a theory, Dad? Well, I was wanting to just have, uh... Hmm. Mini sub dives further and further down, then for some reason, instead of hitting the bottom, pops out in the ocean on Equestria's side. So, Hollow Earth. No, not actually Hollow Earth. It looks vague as to what actually happened. Hmm. Hmm. One second he's going. Second he's diving down. Next second he's diving up. I remember somebody mentioned to me once that there was a story where the human just ate a taco and ended up there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What? Now, did the taco have hot sauce on it? Possibly. Maybe some shredded cheese. Magic tacos. Yeah, how do they work? Maybe Sonata, maybe Sonata took a bite out of that taco before the human took it. Can I... Can I... Revenge. I have an interesting idea for an HIE okay. that I think would work for okay, go on. question. Whenever the human falls asleep, he wakes up as a pony. Whenever the pony falls asleep, he wakes up as a human. This just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What do you that's mean you've seen it? That's a, Doctor it. that's a Doctor Who episode, actually. There's also a Finvicum that does that exact same thing. It was from a few years back. Oh, well, I haven't read it. My backup one was... Description. Well, that's all mm. I got. Hmm. What is this called? Well, trapped penguin lips, uh... Yeah... He came up with an interesting idea, but I've seen it before, the whole... Discord pushes you into a question, well, he's just saying evil entity. Basically, Discord puts you into a question. Oh, this is bullshit! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that feeling whenever you find, like, a good idea you've had has already been done? Uh-huh. Yeah. Still upset. Right now. Even though it's Dude. called the Simpsons effect. Yeah. I'm so upset. <laughs> Look at this. Austria. A Simpsons couch gag gone horribly wrong. Well, unless what? anyone has anything to add to that, I think I, Rav can I, judge for himself. Rav, I got, Rav, I got another one. I got another one. Alright, alright. A, a guy is digging through his, through his couch for change. Falls in. I there think it's actually been done before. I God. believe that's been done before. Fuck him, uh, damn it. And it's, still, and it's still the portal thing. It is still the portal thing. Well, then how else will someone get into Equestria? I have... I have one, one last idea. Okay. I almost want to say it, but a human pops out whenever someone's giving birth. Just every pop out there. It's like, what the fuck? Every single time, you like the you mean the new generation is just a bunch of naked humans? <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking guess. <laughs> I guess well, I technically missed the requirement. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one. 
<laughs> what did okay, I give right, birth right, to a what, monkey? What you got? What you got? Okay. Milk? So the main protagonist is in Equestria. Just it, it's not explained why, but at the end of the story, it ends up with them showing back up on Earth, and it ends up being them autistic. It's it, the Equestria is just their entire fever dream. Wasn't that the wasn't that the entire fucking plot of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? Yeah, <laughs> I'm completely like, borrowing it. Was like literally, it was just Frankie was literally just a massive autist. I but that's the thing. I have never seen it done like that. I have never seen anybody use that Actually, style. Milk. I think that's been done because I saw an image of cre of human Pinkie Pie like in a padded cell, and yeah, she's like, that's, yeah, that's actually done. The whole I'm crazy. It, yeah, isn't that a dream? Uh, isn't it that isn't that like asylum? The tangentially isn't that the plot of asylum? Ugh, kind asylum of. is so good. Yeah. Asylum? No, Asylum. They're already ponies, but Twilight's you know thinks she's a unicorn and all that. I mean, alicorn. I mean. But. No, but I, I think she's a unicorn. I think she is a unicorn, by the way. Well, one day. Yes, she is. A big well, what do we have? Uh, what do we have on our Twitch chat? Who? What have our viewers got? I haven't seen anything pop up in terms of theories. I, I might be missing it. I'm kind of drunk at the moment, so mm. you guys will have to just sort of keep an eye on it as Milk well. Milk keeps saying butts. Milk has to make himself drunk to hang out with us. Well, no, because <laughs> you guys keep saying butts. Butts is a drinking word, damn it. You said oh, oh, well, I didn't know we were doing a drinking game. I'll drink I'm, I'm, well, I'm always drinking, so. Start chugging. Well, we should probably move on. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, well, Rev, who won? Hmm. I, I'd, maybe he'll decide later if he remembers. Unless you want to, unless you want to put up a winner now. I'm thinking um, I wanted to elaborate on that. Well, at this point, I'm kind of curious which of you even wants this deck. I do. I do. I, I do, like three things. Who's playing with the keys? Oh nope, I'm playing the watch. I'm sorry. Oh, put it down. Oh, it's already well, down. When will people learn to stop playing with their junk here? Well, I put it down with my dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you well, want me to get that to count again? The only idea that I managed to come up with was, uh, I think I posted in the stream chat already, this guy's walking along, minding his own business, kind of lost in his thoughts, sm uh, runs smack dab into a tree, Opens his eyes and he's surrounded by ponies, and then he thinks they're all—he uh, thinks they're all figments of his imagination. And I'm pretty sure that's been done already. Yeah, it has. actually, it's been done. Well, that makes me think, Rev, is that his entire life he's been a pony, and he—and in, in his mind he was a human, and that hit to the head, you know, cleared things up. So he was a pony who was autistic. <laughs> yes. That's how through the woods goes. Well, and so he thinks, yeah, so he keeps calling and thinking that the ponies are figments of his imagination, and hilarity ensues from there. That's the only thing I could come up with, but... I've seen that a few times. There's a pony with mental illness. There's only so many ways you can bring a character into another universe. I know. It's a very limited so, pool. Well, smacking into something, thankfully, is not considered an act of God. It's considered an act of stupidity. Being hit by something is completely different also, which I've already done in one of my fix. So, what uh, if... Okay, so human is walking down the street and they get hit by a toilet seat that fell from a satellite. <laughs> oh, God. All right, all right, all right. What, what if... Me, all right, en Enigma's made me laugh through this whole thing several times, so he's got it, he's got it. 
Yeah. More people who know my address. I have one last idea, not for this contest, but what if Earth is rotating that sun, but like, let's call it Eclis, is just on the other side of the sun, and so we never see each other. Yeah, but Stop. yeah, but we we could we could really use our tools to fucking detect another fucking anomaly on the other side of the sun. Well, and the problem is it's still cliche because Flam already did a spaceship to Equestria. Where they speak the universal language, English. <laughs> yeah, mine was pretty much mine was pretty much yet that the, the fucking planet of Eclis just exists in the Metroid Galaxy. So mm. that's that's about it. So it's not really that. So. I've seen the uh, and I gotta wait till I get my booster thing. box to finish this thing. All right. So Enigma one. Let's go to the next question. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. So let's see. We have Gray Vestibule says, what sort of themes, plots, characters, and general story ideas do you think HIE works with best? Yes. Human worship and pony dragon tits. Answer. Dragon tits. Fuck off, Enigma. He already is, you just can't hear him. What? <laughs> yeah. He's masturbating in the background. You can't hear him. No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for y'all to leave, then I might do it. What we just uh, what's the matter? You don't like the little light exhibitionism? No, I have stage fright. <laughs> yeah, very good. But anyway, who wanted to answer this question? Guy? That's the only answer is yes, because you can do about anything. That's true, actually. But what is it asking? What does it work with best? Yes. <laughs> I think it works. Well, I think you're, you're not carrier. Slice of life with works best. really well. The next question is really confusing. What? The one that below is really confusing. Oh god! Freaking damage, Rav. Like. <laughs> I guess if it's just like a, a legend. Oh, we haven't read that question yet, sorry. Does anyone have an answer to that first question? Because I oh, actually don't. I said yes. Slice of Life works pretty good with HIE. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I'll interject. The kind oh. of story that works well in any HIE, in any, um, HIE. My Little Pony, fan fiction, whatever. The only kind that works is the kind that you make work. But what Just if it's Mexican? Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dream. Don't let your memes Just be memes. <laughs> don't, let the, don't let your humans be fabulous. <laughs> okay. I think fortune cookies. Look at that. Okay, I think we can move on from that then. So, yeah, I believe someone answered this one already. Is it possible for any given HID store to work without a human wire? Why not? Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, though, doesn't it? Well, well I you can't do the dream like with a dream, so. Can I have chicken? Can I have delicious chicken and rice without the fucking rice? Actually, actually, I've seen this been done where the human is turned into a pony. It. Turn turn into oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 technically. Yeah, technically it's still HIE, just that the human is now a pony. Yeah, well, we take that. That's heresy. Heresy, heresy, Hey, heresy. man, a dream is fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, but the turn into pony part, that's heresy. How is it heresy? I don't know. 
Um, there's one I read, and it's uh, it's the Oscar Osaker stories in our sub in that were in our submissions, and I'm still trying to get around to the other ones, but um, they're kind of like displaced, except for the guy is a freaking monster, and he turn into anything he's ever eaten or something like that. So he turns oh, into a pony, and he turns. <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead and spoil this. In the beginning of the pick, he freaking ate Steven Magnet. So he, <laughs> so he like, it was fucking funny, dude. I loved that scene. But um, yeah, he turned into freaking Steven Magnet, and now he weighs like several hundred pounds, even as he's a little bitty pony and everything. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Hello. Hello? Wait, cut out. What? What? Yeah. What? Man, there. there we go. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, are we okay? Does, can we hear everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Can we skip the butts one? No, you can't skip the butts one because there are legitimate questions at the end. Okay. At the oh, end. Okay, let's blow through these then. How large of a butt is too large? Yes. Never big enough. Whenever it's not too small. Celestia's. <laughs> Heresy. <laughs> there you go. Okay. When is it okay to stare at a pony's butt? Luna's. Always. Always. Whenever yeah. she whenever she pulls out the full moon. Oh ho ho. It's heresy. I didn't know you were Back a French it. flame. No, that would be, oh, 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 my god. So, when is it okay to touch a pony's butt? Yes. All the time. Anytime. Especially in court, when they ask, where did the, where did the man touch you? <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, nah, judge, sir, I touched her right here. Folks. So, so, why is it that you all like ponies' butts? We said I They're did. big and fat. They're full of cake fat. Glorious, squishy pony. Okay, and now Holy are you? What? No, but the way Bendy just said that is like squishy pony. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, yeah. now a real question. When is the appropriate time to introduce a cloth to you into a story? Go. Right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> when, when everyone's already at full mast waiting. Zero fucking sixty in no time Click flat. Clickbait. Oh my god. Okay, about mid story. You're way quiet, red shirt. What? You're really quiet. I can barely hear you. Ow. Can everybody else hear him alright? Did he say, yeah, did he say how or how? I said how. I may or may not have a slight list. Hello? I can, you, I can hear him. Really I, can, yeah, I can hear him. Okay. Yeah, I can hear him. Okay. Huh. All right. All right. So, um, did we sufficiently answer the uh, clock question? Yes. Now let's keep going. All righty. So, do you prefer straight up clock or romance and foreplay to go along with it? Romance. I'd like to give a reason to my clop other than just, oh, you opened my can of peanut butter or jar or whatever? Let's fuck. That's kind of what you did with Ember, though. Yeah. No! It, 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 it kind of fucking was. <laughs> that is exactly what yeah, you did. It really was, dude. It's like, oh, we're stuck in a cave. Let's fuck. 
Yeah, honestly, I have to say that story—the story had about as much. It had about as much backstory as you know any one of my uh, humanized Spike Cross X specs, really. And I... <laughs> oh, Spike, let's glaze some donuts together. <laughs> hey, you put, hey, you you put up a believable backstory, but it was literally just that—a backstory wasn't actually an act full-on like you know built story around it. See, see that, that that donut glazing thing that could have that could be like Eminem, Spike, and Pawnet Joe standing around, literally just masturbating onto donuts. That's that's well, the story. I, well, right I had there. A people who said they couldn't look at donuts the same anymore because <laughs> for those of you who oh, read glazed donuts and cream pies, she no, used no, no. she used to glaze donuts and like slid it down the pole and mm. went down to eat it. So okay. so there you go. But yeah, no, that's. Dude, yeah, Raph kind of got you there, Enigma. <laughs> well, you know what? I have the best Ember story, so who's laughing here? Not me, me because I don't give a shit. Because I think Ember's a shit character. <laughs> yep. She's basically, she's my, little pony's am she's my Little Pony's answer to every Sundari character that there, that there has ever been. She's a sm in, in Lehman's terms, she's the, smart she's the smartest pony with Down Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, oh, anyway, hey, Flamin, Flamin. so, uh, <laughs> refresh the questions because there's more of them as you go down. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, there should be 12. There's, there's 12, right? Yeah. There's 12 comments. I, I think. I, I honestly haven't refreshed it yet. Yeah. When I get to that yeah. point, I will. Just, yeah, there's 12. So, okay. So, I think most of us admit that we prefer a little more extra story to go along with our sauce. Yeah. So, let's see. I like Why? some burger with my sauce. Thank you very yeah. much. There you go. What Or with my spice. <laughs> McDonald's <is> special it... <laughs> sauce. It's time to stop. Why is it that the HIE groups get the worst reputation for perversion when there's there's so much more porn and clop and other groups and subgenres? This is really fucking true. They look certain people will just go out of their way to downvote human fix and be like, wow, these guys are just inserting themselves want to fuck ponies. Meanwhile, go around and write full con and fucking anal expansion or fucking <laughs> like teeth impregnation on a fucking lit dick fucking derpy with yeah, like, I don't know. At least it's between two sapient species. But, but, but God forbid there'd be a fucking human and a normal pony having a normal relations. And flame and when they dislike and we look through their shit we see that they're liking they're like that they're favorited the things that they disliked right here. Oh my god, we remembered that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> whose story was that on? I think no, wasn't that on um whose story was that on that was hilarious? I don't remember, but I, think I remember was, I think it was Bon Bon's acceptance. Probably. I think yes, it was. I, yes, I think yes, it, it was. was. Yeah, where he was bashing the whole idea that some guy was trying to fuck an actual pony. Then someone someone dug through and screenshotted the fact that this same person that favorited like you know fucking uh, no it wasn't it wasn't that actually it wasn't Bon Bon's acceptance it was fucking um it was Damien Darkside's full conflict with Scootaloo oh. it was that one because people were saying like you know it was a double whammy it's like fuck human and equestrian and fuck full con someone dug through their library and found a bunch of full conflicts in their favorites. <laughs> and once it screenshot and someone's own pointed it out after screenshotting, the guy went and deleted all the evidence. The guy fucking <laughs> the guy's favorites went down from like several hundred to like eighty-five. Oh my god. And he's in he's, denial. He posted the screenshot and then he just didn't say anything, so that was the greatest shit ever. But yeah. 
the point is it's pretty much I don't want to get, say it's going so far as king shaming it's just more just like it's your taste don't fuck with other people for it I mean I don't understand I don't understand the appeal in for an expansion but I don't shit on people for it we're easy I'll targets always, we're easy I'll targets the art yeah I'll, I'll obviously get on it get into the hilarious debate of chicks with dicks gay or not because just because it's just because it's funny that some people actually take that seriously like I'm not it I'm not into Fuda, but fucking it has to be really 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 well done and I still think it's somewhat homo but would, anyway would you touch the pee pee no I wouldn't touch the pee pee but anyway <laughs> fucking, Well, not really. I mean, I put the question up there just because it seems like we get the worst rap for every sexual perversion in the My Little Pony fandom, and yet we do not contribute the most porn to it. Like, even though art is about two sapien species, into some. Like so. Mm. Okay, let's keep going. Alrighty then. So, if you were the star of a displaced fic, Jesus, what would your reaction to being put in the pony's body? Suicide! Right then and there. No, suicide. Sudoku right then and there. Guys, isn't isn't a displaced fic where you show up not as a pony, but as like a character from another show or genre or whatever? It, it, it works as What if you cosplayed as a pony? I would go yeah, there's a lot of those, like, you cosplayed as the pony, then you suddenly end up as them. I would go to Sebastian <laughs> and suddenly... That, so. you know, oh, that is a fetish. Believe it or not. Like I said, I came from the uh, furry fandom. That is a fetish where a character will be cosplaying, you know, putting on a suit of, of another species or God knows what else, and then the, the, the cosplay kind of takes over their body and turns them into that character. That is an actual fetish. <laughs> I've seen oh that God. on the Derby Ballroom. Yeah. Someone's gonna do a story where he's Zoidberg. <laughs> well, I know Dude. what I know what Bendy wants to show up in Equestria as. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna tell you the same thing that I tell Otaku. If it's your fucking idea, fucking write it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, let's let's roll this next round of questions because Rav's questions were shit. All right. All right. Next <laughs> of the questions comes from Dayman. So he said, "Question number uh-huh. one: Before you found out about MLP, what shows were you practically addicted to?" That's a good question. What do you guys well, today? Well, my name is Richard, so take a wild guess. Star Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. It's totally Star Wars. Remove thyself. <laughs> you mean? It, wait, was it Galaxy Quest? I actually have that DVD right next to me. Lazy town. <laughs> 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 May the force be with you, red shirt. <laughs> Live oh long and <laughs> May the force be with you on on the on the way, fucking uh, Frodo. <laughs> said said uh, fucking Sauron to Jackie Chan. <laughs> so I don't know what shows were we addicted to. So obviously he's Star Trek. I um, was wa- anime. Uh, the last show I was watching before I j- hopped on the fandom was uh, I don't remember the name of the anime, but it was something about a little girl who wanted to be like the biggest villain ever. Boku no Pikachu. 
No. I like how you know that name. <laughs> okay, oh, so what anime was it? I don't remember the name. So it was Boku no Pico. I, I also remember I was watching Log Horizon, and I didn't get to finish that either because I was too busy watching Pones. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Boku no Pico's pretty good. Oh, my fucking God, Flame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um. I wasn't actually addicted to any shows, really. Well, other than binging just House of Cards and waiting for the fucking seasons to come out for that. Other yeah. than that, no. Now I'm just eagerly awaiting Volume Four of Ruby to come out. And but other than that, no, no shows <laughs> before. I'll have to say I was pretty into as a kid. Still am. If anyone knows what that is. What show? Into what? Code Lyoko. Oh, I love oh, I remember Code yeah. Lyoko. Oh yeah. Dude, the, the reboot was the reboot was shit. As most reboots are. Like Teen Titans Go, it fucking sucked. No, well, those of you that know Code Lyoko are, it's like you know how they had like the CGI in the, the yeah. classic animation. They decided to make the classic animation real life. Oh fuck. I, no, you mean live action? They went into that. I remember yeah. the romance between Forehead 1 and Forehead 2. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what characters you're talking about, too. I have a picture of one of their foreheads just, like, crashing into the earth. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that. That was great. Oh, God. But, yeah. I re Do you know that's not anime? It's some French show. It's, it's French anime. <laughs> it's French. That fucking shocked me. Or Would that like, make it uh, for anime? Or it's like a uh, wakfu. Wakfu is not. It's done in an anime style, but it's animated in France and is, uh, as well is voiced in French. So I was shocked, honestly, when I started watching. I'm like, damn, this could almost be an anime. It could almost be an American TV show too. But the animation is so much better, even for being <laughs> Flash. I mean, it's really good for being Wait, Flash. It's surprisingly good. The Flash. Damn. I didn't realize it was Flash. Yeah, the whole thing is Flash animation. Interesting. People died in Code Lyoko. <laughs> yeah. People died in Code yeah, too. Died. Oh, jeez. Oh, you, you. you guys should know me. This is my fucking humor. Anyway, do we have any other shows we want to add no, to this? Next. Uh, no, Futurama, next. I suppose. Yeah. Futurama, definitely. Um, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Answer. Oh, um, was Steven Universe a thing before that? I don't think so. No. no. Okay. No. Um, what's that other one that I know? Honestly, I, I, I didn't watch fucking TV when, before MLP. It was, I was internet, basically. I just did stuff like, uh, games. Not uh, even when you were a kid or anything like that? There, I didn't like watching TV. I, I was I was never a TV person. Did you guys know that the really voice great. of Mega Man? Did you guys know that the voice of Mega Man from Mega Man Anti Warrior is Shining Armor? <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? I guess. Did, didn't he also voice Gordon Freeman? Every everybody voiced Gordon Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman is whoever you want to be. That's Ross Scott. <laughs> Gordon Freeman is so big. Gordon Freeman should just like open his mouth when Half-Life 3 is just open and he's, he'll be like, 
I told you the game how I'm coming out. <laughs> like, just totally fuck with everyone. Futurama should have done a joke like that. Half Life Three out soon. So who was it that said? Uh, who, who was it that said they just binge watched? It was Milk. <clears throat> yeah, I binged the uh, the fucking MLP seasons. No, 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 no. Uh, somebody said they binge watched one particular show until they. I, found... I I did House of Cards. Okay, that's you were you were it. All right. Yeah, no, that was that was me on just about everything. I never actually got like addicted to any shows, but I would binge watch. Tons of shows. I went back and watched all the, uh, nearly all the shows from my childhood. A whole bunch of anime that I've been wanting to see, or had want, had wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I never really became a fan of any of it. I mean, the closest I ever got, um, and it would have been an anime. The closest I ever got is a series, a mini series called Psychic Academy. Okay. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the only real anime that I am a big fan of. Beetleborgs does not hold up. <sighs> so, so, red shirt. Hmm? What were you? Well, no, never mind. You answered that first. We already know. So Your track card. All right. So, Next question. Yeah, shall we continue? Yes. All right. Digimon, so. digital monsters. Number two. Let's be honest, because I was like this before you became a brony. Did you think MLP were for little girls or too girly? I did not give it a second thought. For little girls. Back then, back then I would see the memes of it on Facebook, and I think, eh. Like I didn't like I didn't see the appeal yet because I never gave it a shot at the moment, so I didn't really care for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it's just like. Like, I guess it's technically for girls because all candy and My Little Pony. I remember all the fuck commercials constantly when I was yeah. a kid. It's just like, obviously, it's marketed to, to little girls. But but then I'm just like, okay, obviously, there's so many memes of this and quite funny, even though I don't get half the shit that they're spouting. Obviously, it has to have some worth. It, it has to be at least marginally good. Mm. So, I, so, yeah, that's, so that's kind of my thought process on it. Anyone else want to add to that? And it's going to stay in shape. I will after everybody else. Well, we've gone now, so go. All right. All righty. So number three, have you ever gotten kicked in the crotch? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did martial arts. I got kicked in the crotch during a spar. Oh, yeah, that's very, very common. So. My sister kicked me in the crotch. My sister People kicked me in the crotch, too, when we were in karate. Hey, wait Master a minute. the day, man. <laughs> I've never gotten kicked in the crush by my sisters. The worst my sister ever did when she was little was threw a five-pound plastic refrigerator at my head. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly knocked me out. There's a story it. behind that. It was. It was Christmas. I was, I was like, fucking, uh, what was I, like, ten years old or something. I'm roughhousing with my sister, who was, like, six years younger than me. And uh, I was tossing, I was throwing little foam balls at her. And she just she throws them back at me. She's and she's a little kid. She does. She just gets riled up. But then she picks up her toy fucking Blue's Clues refrigerator. And I'm like, Kayla, don't fuck it. Right in the right in the fucking head. My parents witnessed me just go head over my fucking heels 
Like, she <laughs> laid me out. She threw that with fucking force. Oh, so that's why you're an autist now. Yeah, that's why. Right. That's exactly fucking look at me. You're autistic now. No, I don't think I was actually ever kicked in the crotch, but I certainly got a football of the crotch. I think it was in the crotch. I'll be right back. Bombardment. Alrighty, so should we continue? Yes. Yeah, um, real quick, if I can grab you for a sec. We're sitting close to two hours, so let's sort of... Let's beat this All up. Right. All right, we'll, we'll yeah. hit once it... So remind, tell me when to hit 659, and then we'll do our outro. Okay, let's finish up the questions. All right. Number three, or number four, what was the one story you regret writing? Oh, you God. You it. It was on the site, and then I fucking deleted it. And then, so that's the only story I've really deleted. Well, no, that's a lie. Without fan fiction, there's a couple more stuff that y'all will never fucking see on this website ever. But yeah, those stories are regret writing. I wrote, you guys I wrote a marathon story once that I regret writing. Wow, marathon. That's a name I haven't heard in a fucking long time. Dude, fantastic game. Lucas. So yeah, stick on that so, shit. Anyone else? A TCB one, and I drew it. I, I did, ended up deleting it. The next question is pretty interesting. Okay. Let's see. Which would you rather have? Do do a terrible fanfic collab with your most favorite or most tolerated writer on the site, or do a fantastic fanfic collab with your least favorite or least tolerated writer on the site? I did both at the same time. What? <laughs> it was the same project. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It was so good that it was terrible, or it was so terrible that it was good? The first one, because and... I'd, be the, I'd be the terrible guy. Just a mix. Fantastic idea, meh execution, and we're all each other's throats eventually. Interesting. And that's why you'll never see it on the site. Hmm. Sounds about right. Anyone else have anything to add to that, or are we moving on? Moving on. Moving on. Which do I fall in that genre, Flame? Um... <laughs> Am I your most tolerated or least tolerated? <laughs> Answer me! Yeah, I like how he's not. <laughs> oh, I'm putting you on the spot. That's great. That is great. Yeah, probably be um the uh, I plead the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question six. Question six. You transformed into your least favorite character in the show. What's your immediate action? Suicide! God, we've been over Do this. Do nothing, because I don't have a least favorite on the show. Do you have a Do you have a mo? Do you... Oh, I was about to ask, do you have a favorite? Nope. Don't Okay. All right, Enigma, what about you? Who would you be, firstly? The, the least favorite character? Yes. I don't have a least favorite. This is hard. Well, you technically have a favorite, which means you have a least favorite. So. I guess I don't. I guess I, re I don't really care for the flower ponies that much. Okay. So you transform all three of them at once. <laughs> oh God, my like my mind Which is split like, into three bodies. Like remember the remember that parody of the '90s commercial where they melt down and they come back as like some fucking they reform as this fucking combined monster. 
Diamond Tiara. Diamond Tiara. Okay, so what would your first action be as Diamond Tiara then? Um, say I'm sorry to the community's Judy Mark Crusaders and beat up my mother. <laughs> there we go. That works Eight. too. Four minutes why, left, guys. Why are you beating me up, daughter? Why are you talking about pony butts? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what, what was the first ever MLP episode you saw? The first episode. Yeah, the first, first episode. episode. First episode. I didn't, funny enough, I didn't start with the uh, an episode, I started with the movie. Which one? Which movie? Equestria Girls, I started with that. Mm. And it was music. Oh, oh. fucking heretic. Like, I watched it because I watched it and I, like, I finished it and I was like, huh, that wasn't half bad. I might as well see what the source material and then I ended up binging it on Netflix. Alright, so I walked into something. What I missed? A lot of uh, stuff. We, Let's we, keep we, going. Got three okay. minutes. Oh, yeah, Rav. Yeah, Rav, what was the first MLP episode you ever saw? Uh, the first one, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty much all of us, except for Enigma, who started off with Equestria Girls. Oh, you fucking faggot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, you fucking hair. Alright, alright, alright. Come oh. on. Next question. The next day, me and my brony friend who got me into it were singing fucking pony songs in the fucking cafeteria of <laughs> college. Right. Next question. Next question. I'm running out of questions. Can one of you help me? Please? No, skip it. Next no. question. By Major Dude, one, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Ignore this question. That's what, what I do. What the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> A moon you if that'll help. I would do Luna for a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> you you'd probably have to give her the Klondike bar, mate. No, I, I'm keeping that. I'm using that as the uh, plug. Oh, oh god. Cl Funny enough, Klondike <laughs> bar is not in the shape of a bar. Keep going, keep going. Okay then. So, two, what would you do for an Adam Sandler movie? Nothing. I do many I do many. I do many fucking things to for not for a Adam Sandler's movie. That's for sure. You don't want to end up in Jack and Jill. In the no, first you don't want to end up in killed. Hotel Transylvania too. Hey, that was pretty good. I, I saw that it. That fucking sucked, man. In the first five minutes, he gets killed, and then everyone has a party that he gives if he's dead. Keep rolling, <laughs> keep rolling, people. We're on a schedule. All right. So number three, your favorite pony and your hate pony have a baby. What would you name it? Abomination. Orange toothpaste. <laughs> how, the, how does the Korra and Derry do have, have a child when they're both female? It just does. It works. Just, just no, imagine wait. it happens. No, wait. How does the Korra ever have a kid? Just I'm imagine gonna, it, it just happens. Does. I'm going to make this a fic. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck off, mate. Um, Strike dragon bastard. Pretty much. Okay. Next question. Uh, fucking... Okay, so I can actually, I think it would probably be named for me like uh, fucking the Lost Colonists of Roanoke or some shit. I don't know. Um, you let's can call see. Stalin. Or Pepperoni Dog Park. <laughs> okay. BJ Cobbledick. Let's stay on schedule. So, what, what do you think of Sparity, Hotline Miami, and King of the Hill? Already... Never yeah. seen them. Shit, shit, different. Shit. Well, something ain't right with Hotline Miami, I'll tell what. Man, never played. It was okay. Should we skip the next question since it has nothing to do with this? Yeah, we're, we're gonna... Yep. Yeah. We're already gonna go over. 
Okay, yeah, that's, uh, I apologize, but this is a uh, Charles Dickens novel, so I'm not, so we're going to move it for now. Is there any way Fire Emblem Awakening and Fates, any or all paths that are on film fiction that you guys heard? If not, would any of you write a Fire Emblem MLP FIM crossover if you have the time? No, because I'm not vested in Fire Emblem Didn't at all. we already have that question? I don't know. We, no, talked, somebody, about, we talked about somebody, Fire Emblem. Somebody brought it, brought it up in the live stream thing, and I think I answered that I would probably do it if I had the time. Oh, okay. Okay, so. I think that does it, then literally right on time. Okay, so. We pretty much got all these questions done. So with that, we're gonna call it night, everyone. This oh, has been really fun being on the majority of these Friday casts. So signing off, I am Flammerwerfer. We have Bendy. Woo. We got enigmatic shiitaku mushrooms. Ed, be Ed, Beters Ed Beters say. Jesus fuck. <laughs> we have milk. Sing Heil. We have Ravage. Goodbye, Flam. I'm, I'm not fucking leaving. Still, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this cast on Fridays. But and 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 this, we of course redshirt. This is most I've spoken all month. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. And with that, guys, thank you. We well, never talked for... to anybody but us. But so. <laughs> so thank when do you. I replace you? When do I replace you on the uh, banner right here, Flame? You have you have to take it up with milk and carrier and pencil and everyone. Who we you. you gotta get with um with Andrew. Andrew's the one who did the original uh, drawing for us. Yeah. You gotta yeah, have to get with him too. I'll still be on the Saturday, Casso. So yeah. Don't remove my fucking picture. We're not anyway, taking the picture out. We gotta just set up some Saturday cast now. We might just do yeah. something for Saturday. Yeah, because then I can easily do those. But anyway, guys, Except it has you. been very fun. Thank you all for joining in and listening to us ramble about incoherent bullshit. This has been another cast of the uh, Good HIE group, and we are signing off. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night, Vietnam. Good night, Vietnam.